Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. And I'm pleased to welcome my next guest. He is Lieutenant Governor John Eusted, uh calling us from Columbus today. Now, John, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. So mostly what we've all heard from you over the past nine months has been really nothing but pandemic-related stuff. And, of course, we always appreciate those updates and, and are always happy to hear them. But also maybe kind of getting a little bit lost in the messaging uh, has been that Ohio is really moving forward on some new, interesting, and exciting technology initiatives. And I wonder if you could talk about a couple of those with us this morning. Yeah, well, we have a a great history of aviation, space, and uh, automobile technologies in the state, and we're still advancing that forward. Uh, One of those ways is through the Transportation Research Center, which is out uh, about 45 miles northwest of Columbus. You may not know this, but there's a a seven-and-a-half-mile track that has embankments just like the Daytona 500 or or a major super racetrack, and then inside that, in the field, in the infield, is a an amazing transportation research center. And in Waymo, which is a subsidiary of Google, uh, is doing is using that area as one of their uh, first independent or third party test sites for their autonomous vehicles. And that testing is going on in Ohio. There are a number of other auto manufacturers who are using that testing area, and we hope to to advance the next generation of car autonomous driving technology there and hopefully capture that technology and that investment to create new jobs and opportunities in Ohio. That's that's one area that we're working in. Another is in flying cars. That may sound crazy, but the Wright, uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in the state of Ohio uh, have created a, a uh, line, uh, a, a training ground for this where you can test uh, automated drone technologies and also simulators for what will ultimately be flying cars. Uh, I will call them that and personal mobility devices. And and that's going on uh, uh, near Wright-Patterson Air Force Base near Springfield, Ohio. And uh, we are attracting, re- uh, attracting investment from around the globe. Now, what's the interest of the Air Force doing this? They want to privatize it so they can develop um, a supply chain for all of that new technology. And then Lastly, uh, uh, broadband. Uh, we, have, we know that there are lots of people in Ohio who don't have access to broadband. Well, one of the pilot projects we're working on is with Starlink uh, that has low-level satellites that can provide potentially uh, Internet access to people who, who don't have it, who live in very rural areas and, and, and can't get uh, those technologies. So those are just three of the things that uh, I've been working on, the state's been working on that I think holds great promise uh, for for the people of Ohio. That sounds really interesting. I'm interested to know a little bit more about that Starlink. Now, aren't they a division of one of Elon Musk's companies? They they are. Uh, if you think of Tesla and you think of uh, uh, that's Elon Musk, but you you also have SpaceX, which uh, they're doing a lot of work. Well, Starlink is is affiliated with that effort and. Uh, we worked. We pressed them pretty hard. They weren't thinking about Ohio, uh, but we said, "Look, we want to do a demonstration project." Really, the interest for the state is this is work. Uh, if this works, it can leapfrog a lot of other uh, infrastructure investments. Uh, 
and help provide that access to people in remote parts of Ohio who, who don't have it. So, uh, you know, these are low-level satellites. You know, we have satellite technology right now, which is really high-level that you might get through through Dish Network or some other uh, TV provider. Well, this is a, an entirely different kind of system. We want to find out if it works. And so, really, this has a lot of civilian applications, right? I mean, if there are certain areas in rural Ohio right now, it's not something that we have a problem with in Summit County because we have broadband all over the county. And if children are going to school from home, et cetera, um, they are having no problem with devices connecting to the Internet. But there are places in Ohio, and I think people in our area would be interested to know that, where they don't have that access, right? Yeah, if, if you have it, you take it for granted. But there, there are a million people approximately in the state who don't have access to, to uh, high-speed Internet. And many of them who do have access is poor quality, and so we we have a, a you know you can't participate in the modern economy, education system, or healthcare system without that access. Imagine you didn't have it. Just think about that. If you if you do have it, imagine not having it uh, and not having access to it. How disadvantaged your children would be, or you would be. Well, we're trying to help solve that problem. This is just one of the strategies. There are many other strategies we're working on to do this, but. We wanted to be one of the first uh, states in the nation to test this to see if it actually can serve as a solution. And so where is that initiative located now that they're working on that? That, that will be that will be uh, in a rural area outside of Marysville, Ohio. Uh, and there's going to be 90 people and businesses that are involved in the pilot. Um, you had to you had to find you had to we had to have a pilot. You had to find people who were willing to participate and willing to you know, you know, give you the feedback on how well it works and, and uh, who already had Internet-ready devices. So we couldn't just go somewhere where they didn't have any Internet. We need to have a place where they had it, but it was poor quality and, and see for those people, you know, does it really work for you? The other thing that I wanted to touch on a little bit more, going back to you were talking about Waymo, which is a division of Google, is that not, yeah, uh, the the part about the yeah, autonomous? Yeah, Alphabet, Google, yes. It's, uh, Waymo is uh, their self-driving uh, car technology uh, company. Right, right. And so I, I know one of the things that they're working on is like self-driving trucks, which sounds really great. I mean, uh, who wouldn't want to have a fleet of autonomous trucks that could go around and deliver packages and stuff like that? But it also, though, brings up, it does disrupt some jobs for people who are, you know, have CDLs and, and they drive for a living. So as this new technology comes online, what happens to all those people who rely on that kind of a job for a living? Is there a pathway then for them to new jobs in other areas? Well, this is, this, this is not something that's going to be, you know, right around the corner. I think you're going to have you're going to have some really long-haul, point-to-point kinds of things that you'll see first with it. Um, but, but look, technologies have, have, created, have created displacement in the workforce and new jobs all at the same time throughout history. You know, when the light bulb was invented, candlestick makers didn't have uh, those opportunities. And, I, and, and what this is going to do, I think, is going to help ultimately have more meaningful types of employment 
Uh, I think that you'll have more specialization. I mean, look, I'll give you an example. Uh, we, you know, everybody knows what a surveyor is, somebody who goes out and surveys land. Well, now uh, a surveyor is, in many cases, a drone pilot because they send the drones up uh, and help people, uh, which are easy to do, easy to train people to do. And the drone does the survey, and you can do it a, a lot a lot less expensively, but you have to retrain people to have those new kinds of skills. And I think in the end, your job can become more rewarding, uh, more interesting, less repetition, more interaction, uh, which can enrich people's lives, I think, in the end. So, um, you know, I'm not going to deny that there can't be some circumstances where people's jobs could be displaced, um, but we have to be that future. We have to train, retrain people, and we have to get them ready for what the next thing is. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>